Hello, this is Chuck at Lazarus Curry Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. This is episode 33, and I'm going to call it Landmines 1. Got diverted a little bit from the place I was going, Holy Spirit, because I found it's a big bunch of stuff that gets in the way of, of the Holy Spirit. And it's not the last one I just talked about. Requirements that you really need to clear away before you can really expect to get a good, solid baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, that led me to this whole concept of landmines. What's built into the cake that causes trouble? And that's what this is, uh, is going to be. It's episode 33, Landmines. What I want to do is, in the spirit of the whole s- series of the podcast, is it's at the junction of faith and recovery. Well, one of the things that from a recovery people is taken as gospel, AA recovery gospel, is the freedom to define your own higher power, which sounds, and I got it, When I first came in, I understand that, you know, you don't want to keep people from from sobriety because they're struggling with a definition of a higher power. So they're just basically saying, you know, you you can call your higher power the group or you can call your higher power whatever you want. It's really okay. It's really okay to define your higher power the way you want, which is good, but... I want to talk a little bit about that in this uh, this podcast, this episode, because there are problems with that, you know, and I was in AA very seriously for six and a half years, and I've been in the church for, and, and I go back to AA every once in a while, and I, I'm on staff at a Celebrate Recovery in a local area, so I haven't left the recovery thing but I sort of know a little bit about problems of the ruts in the road and and I think this whole thing which is considered to be the holy grail of AA, God as we understand him, I think that that is one of the major conflicts between secular recovery and evangelical church recovery you know and that's what i want to talk about i want to talk about this whole thing so that people start to understand start to understand what we're talking about why we're talking about this why why is cr so into their insistence that jesus is the only way why, what's all that about? And I think any thinking person, if they settle themselves, can figure that out. So that people understand it. That's what I want to talk about. This is Landmines 1, which was basically God as I understand him. So you might ask if you're an AA person, well, what's the, what's the problem? Well, the problem is, is that it's not that simple. You say, well, I, I can define this the way I want to, as long as it works for me. And I think that it doesn't matter whether 
what they believe as long as it works for them, as long as they stay sober. Because AA is very one, one-dimensional, that's what, and that's their strength. We just do drinks and drunks and stuff like that. Well, there's a problem with that. And you say, well, what's the problem? Bear with me a little bit. If it's God as you understand him or her, well, what does that mean? That means that you define who God is. In other words, and as I get it, you want to have set boundaries. So you're so you're telling God exactly who he is, what he can do, what he can't do, you know, where he can go, what he believes, what he what he favors, what he punishes. I get it completely. You want to define who God is and what he believes and what the what the issues are. You just do not want to have have God help us biblical old biblical old testament thing you want new testament you want grace 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 and you just don't want anything else i completely understand the desire there is a problem with that you're asking god to be you and you're coming to him because you can't get your stuff together. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense because you're you're coming to a higher power. But the, the dilemma here is when you say God as I understand him, you're basically saying, I want to be able to have God as I set his boundary and say set the way he does things. I don't want to accept God as he is. I want him to accept me the way I am. And I want him to do what I want him to do in the parameters I want him to do it. And I want him to stay out of my business otherwise. And that creates a problem. Now, I mean, most of the, a lot of people I'm talking to are... Uh, you know, in the recovery, I mean, you've been you've been around a little bit. If you're if you're an addict, you know, you've been around a little bit. I mean, you you've you've traipsed over a few lines, you know, and it's it's a little bit difficult. But you know, you know what the how the game's played. You know, you know how you game. You know, especially when you're still drinking and you're going to recovery and stuff like you know the way you you just wanted to game the system to get the trouble to stop but a but able to keep doing what you were doing you didn't want anybody to tell you what to do um i get that i get that completely but honestly how did that work for you how did that work for you you know what what happened you know did that that work my experience is is that you know you finally come got a crash and you got to listen if you go to AA you're going to do it your way until you crash and burn and then you're you're finally willing to listen and do it the way they say to do it and you get good results you stay sober you get this and that and everything like that you ask for help you do the thing you know and you say hey you know finished like I got what I want well there's a problem with that 
you're still you're still operating under the the spiritual concept that the spiritual thing is a marketplace and i am simply going to sample all the wares and i'm going to pick the one that best fits me as if spiritual things are a marketplace well surprisingly enough it is a marketplace but it's a marketplace a little bit like a place I visited in the Navy and I'll, I'll, I'll have it I, I'm not sure whether it still goes this way but there's a place a port a country a port Western Pacific that they have casual laws about copyrights. I mean, you can get copies of anything. And the prices are really wicked good. But they're not real. They're not legal. They might not be everything they say they are. There's no rules. They allow copies. Thousands of copies. Millions of copies on everything. They allow people to put logos on things where they're not even a company. I mean, they just do knockoffs. Surprisingly enough, in the marketplace of spiritual things, that's not a surprise. You know, it's a. You say, well, I get. I. I no, you don't understand. Trust me, you don't understand. You know, you come in when I first came into AA, you know, spiritually wise, I was hungry. And I soon discovered that spiritually AA was like the Star Wars bar scene. It was a little bit of everything. And there was no, you did, there weren't signs on it said, this is what you're buying, this is what you're going to get. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. It was... I can maybe get you this, 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 and this, which was never true. But you bought what they were selling, and you dabbled, and you tried, you dabbled. It was a dabbling thing. Strange as it might seem, I don't know whether earlier stuff in me or whatever, I'd, I had a disquiet about some of the stuff. And I just, I, I just didn't feel comfortable going in certain directions but it was it was available my first sponsor was sober a while i mean you know a couple of years for me at three months that was a forever and i didn't have any i wasn't a jesus person at that point i was just like hey god help me type of thing he he had some behaviors that were pretty much into women a lot i mean he was uh a serial whatever. He used to uh, offer to read tarot cards for nice young people, brand new in a sobriety, and give them massages and blah, 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 blah. His best buddy, who was sober a little longer, was pretty much into being predatory with new girls in the program to show them the way. So it wasn't too good, and I sort of, I sort of knew this is not too good. And I, I dumped him reasonably. I'm a nice enough guy, but I dumped him reasonably quickly. I dumped him reasonably quickly, some, by some sort of instinct. And uh, so, 
what I'm saying is there was a little bit of everything. There was there was transcendental meditation. You're saying, well, I think I think that's really awesome. Okay, well, I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff. There's TM. There was uh, mantras. There was trans transactional analysis. There was all sorts of stuff. And very soon, when I came, got sober, it was Star Wars, which was like spiritual, and I thought that was really awesome. So the the universal spiritual truths were there, and I said, "Okay, great, fine, this is good." I mean, you know, it gave me a, it sort of gave you the uh, feeling of walking into a uh, a food place in Taiwan, and uh, and you had a pick of everything. You pretty much could eat anything that was around, you know, it, and that's a spiritual thing. It was like, "Hey, try this, see if it works. Try that, see if it works. Try that, see if it works." No judgment. But I got sober with in the years, and I, I basically just as God as I understood Him, and I came. My pastor's son came, so it was it was a sort of what I understood God to be, and so it it went on like that. But I was didn't focus on it, but I was I was aware of the fact that spirituality was a it was a marketplace, and you know you like you buy a car, you buy a spiritual thing, you know you you find out what the deal is. And you find out what the costs are, and you find a thing, and then you make a choice. Um, I didn't realize that there was no cons- consumer reports for this stuff. It was all pretty much promised stuff, and you get what you get. I didn't understand the spiritual world that much. I didn't understand the marketplace that much. I didn't understand any of that stuff that much. But. By some sort of grace, I managed to work my way through it carefully. And, and you know, I talked to the Lord in a sort of vacant way when I was younger, and I'd sort of ask Him sort of into my life in a sort of a vacant way. And my dad, I'm sure, was praying and a bunch of stuff. And I just had a sort of an instinct not to go some places. So what I'm saying is, is that. The, the whole thing of God as you understand him isn't necessarily liberal. It's, it's, it's perhaps a little bit, you're, you're not quite, you don't have the whole picture of what you're, what you're dealing with when you get into it. And so let, I want, that's why I wanted to do the thing. I spoke a little extra, but that's why I wanted to talk about this is that you know, God as you understand him is not the deal that it sounds to be. Because what you're saying is what you what it ends up to be in AA and every place is that basically you shop around and find the find the higher power that works for you. They don't define what works for you is, and they don't define any risks. They just say you know, you got a problem, you go and you find a higher power that works for it. If that doesn't work, or if it works but you want something else, then you go someplace else and you add. It's like add-ons. It's like uh, going to the app store and buying another app. You know, and I think that we like that. You know, I'm just going to add another app to my spiritual, you know, my spiritual corral. And I think that if you think about that, I mean, I've been to AA off and on through the years. And I, I've seen it. I've listened to it. There's there's no discrimination, and because that's the way A is, we're open-minded, and everybody experiments with everything, and then they bring it in. 
And a lot of times the churches that host AA are on the liberal bent, and they're, they're all into experimentation too. They buy the latest gimmicks and listen to the, the, the radio, TV people touting the, the most recent spiritual thing, which is good. If, and I say if, it's all harmless and innocuous. Now, that's the problem. Is it harmless and innocuous? Can we do that? Can we just shop around mindlessly and sample it like you're in a you're in a like a wonderful heaven of food and you go along in the, the markets and you sample things? You know, is it just a matter of sampling food and you know stuff like that? The problem with it is it's not that way. And that's the problem with God as I understand it. It's not that way. Not even remotely that way. You know, so what, let's look at God as I understand him. You know, and being on the marketplace, the spiritual marketplace. Let's look at that. You think about this. I mean, if you have that attitude, you're shopping around. I, we, we look for churches and we, we sort things out, but it's like you're looking and you're saying, well, you know, I like this and I like this, but I don't like this and I don't like this and I don't like this and I don't like this. Mostly, you know, it's, it's like I don't mind heaven after I die, but I don't want you telling me anything about how I how God is here all I want to know is he's got my back when I die that's all I want I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sign on to any program that says he has any say in what I do I've told the story the guy remains nameless but uh, we, we knew him I mean he got sober with us and stuff like that he went to a Billy Graham crusade and he got saved. Started a Bible study. He lasted one study because we just randomly were reading. I think I picked John or, you know, gospel, and we were reading through it. He crashed and burned as soon as he realized that, that following Jesus might have at least instructions about how he conducted himself with women, um, and it, it was a, it was I've never seen anything like it. It was like a, it was like a, a, the deal was completely gone at that point, because there was no way he was conducting himself in any remotely like a biblical fashion with women. He was compulsively non-monogamous, and he certainly wasn't in any committed, even committed relationship. He just was serial about women and sex. It was just, you know, from one to another, to another, to another. He was renowned for it. He was, uh, you know, and it, he, he, he wasn't, he didn't stay in his own lane. He'd, he'd go back into the brand new girls. It was a source of new women, and so he'd go there too. So it was, it was like, as soon as he heard 
even remotely that you're maybe that's not a good idea he stopped coming he just he, that was it he dro- dropped Jesus like a hot potato and continued on the way he was that is the hint of the problem we want a higher power that is as we understand him and that's not as we understand him it is as we want him to be it's not about as i understand him it's about as i will tolerate him as i will accept him as he's long as he he does his thing the way i want him to do his thing i want a higher power the way i want a higher power and a shape and size i want it and if it isn't that way he ain't my higher power no more that's to have that thing sounds good but is horrendously dangerous because you know you're basically saying i want a higher power that does all the good stuff for me you know the way i want it but i want him to toe the line with me in everything Admit, where's I admitted I was powerless over alcohol and life is unmanageable. You know, I can't do it. I don't know what to do. So I'm going to get a God who I can control that will handle this particular thing and nothing else. He does not have the right to tell me how to live my life. He's just simply there to handle the, handle the problems that I have. And once he's handled the problems he, I have, He does exactly what I tell him to do. God as I understand him. I understand him to be what I want him to be. Say, that's not true. It is absolutely true. It is absolutely true. If you say God as I understand him, you mean God as I want him to be. Now, if you find a higher power that that goes that way, yeah, I understand. You can do what you want to do. And he, he gives you what you want. You know, you go in there and say, give me money, gives you money, gives you this, gives you that, gives you a girlfriend, gives you this and that and everything like that, you know, keeps you sober. And you can do anything you want to do the way you want to do it. Is there a possibility that something is wrong? Is there a possibility something is wrong? I think so. I think so. But I want you to think about that. You know, what are the consequences of your higher power being as you understand it? Because it really doesn't, it isn't, you know, it's, it's really God as I, I wish he was, you know, I wish he was and not, he would give me everything, heaven and everything wonderful. And I could do whatever I wanted with whoever I wanted, however I wanted, whenever I wanted and it wouldn't be an issue you know it will all i want a higher power that makes my life the way i want to live it work out and i also want to tell him how to do it when to do it and how where to do it i want to be able to define who he is and what he is it's ludicrous it's absolutely ludicrous in the basic foundations of the thing and the scary part of it is that AA is founded on that. God is I want him to be. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. You know, 
a God that I control is not a God that is for my good. Because we're the author of drinking, drugging, dying. We want what we want. We want to get drunk, we want to get loaded, and we want to do stuff we shouldn't do. So I'm defining who my higher power is? That's stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. You know, but the problem is, is the alternatives are I have to go and, and look at a higher power who has opinions about things. And his opinions, I don't like. It's not like he didn't say, you're not going to like some of the things I say. In fact, I'm going to preach for three years and, and, you're, and, and do miracles, and you're going to kill me. Uh, but you have the words of other quote. But, Lord, you have the words of eternal life. Yes. But you're saying things I don't want to hear. Yes. And Jesus' thing was, choose. Choose. And that, to a certain extent, is the hard message that I'm bringing. This is a, at the junction of faith and recovery. If you understand how, how re- religious people are, they start to perceive the fact that God has the right to call the shots. And that's just, and, 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 and they're going to fight, fight to die, fight and die over that for good reason, for good reason. So that's what I want you to chew on. I didn't get to a whole lot, but just think about that. What's the consequences of God as I understand him, God as I want him to be? What you end up with is you end up, I, I don't like God the way he is, so I'm going to go on the marketplace and find something better. And you think, well, what harm could that be? Trust me, trust me. There's going to be something that's going to slither out of the dark and whisper some sweet nothing in your ear and say, I'll give you exactly what you want and I'll give you sobriety and a life second to none. Here. No guarantees about later, just here. I'll give you what you want now. You give me your everything for later. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So, you wonder why faith people are so different than you, because they've started to understand that God calls the shots. And if he says something, it's true. And God help us, the Bible tells the truth. The Bible is ridiculous. It's, it's, no, it is what it is. The Bible is either you accept it or you try to gulp and accept it, or you ignore it at your peril. God loves you, but he, he has his opinions. And his opinions are fixed and finished. And that's why there's such a gulf between recovery people and liberal theology people and, and recovery people and what they call evangelical or Bible-based Christians. That's, that's, the, that's the distance. And it is every bit about God as I understand him. If you got an issue with this, send me a complaint. At least I'll know somebody's listening. This is, this is uh, going to be a hard one to, to gulp down. And it's all about, you know, baptism and the Holy Spirit. You got to accept Jesus as Lord and King. In other words, what he says goes. And once you do that and renounce all the other stuff and, and serve him as Lord, 
He will fill you with the Holy Spirit. That's just the way it is. Say, I don't believe it. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. You don't have to believe anything. God, as I understand him, is the nail in the coffin. If you say, I want God as I understand him, trust me, you're never going to understand, be willing to understand biblical Jesus, because it is tough stuff. It is tough stuff. Tough stuff. And I'll go into the, that, the, the landmines. I'll go into that next time about the tough stuff. When you come to Jesus, what's the tough stuff? You know, what's, what's, the, what's the medicine you got to drink to come to Jesus? And you'll start to understand why God, as you understand him, gets so much hassle from born-again believers who are in recovery and why they do something like CR. Anyway, this is, uh, this is an explanation. It's maybe not a palatable explanation, but it's an explanation. So this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast, the junction of faith and recovery. And like I said before, often or over, don't drink, go to a meeting, and Jesus is risen. Thank you much. Bye-bye.